taking a knee is Padilla. And that's going to shut it down here today. Kirk Ferentz, Dean of Big Ten Coaches. Across the field, he'll shake hands with the former Illini, George McDonald, acting coach today in the place of Coach Bielema. They embrace it midfield. Good job by coach and staff today to get us through the absence of Coach Bielema. But unfortunately, the Illini with a gallant effort on defense. Isaiah Gay was a wrecking crew today. But a special teams play, 100-yard kickoff return, pick six. Those were two big scores, and Iowa wins it today by 10, 33-23 over Illinois. Brian actually kind of summed it up pretty well right there at the uh, end of the ball game, and Illinois comes up on the short end against the Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, Hawkeyes going into the Kirk Ferentz time machine. Just repeating what we've experienced so many times before. There were encouraging signs. The defense only gave up one touchdown. Out of the 33 points scored, only one time was it a touchdown for the Iowa Hawkeyes uh, offense. But they found plenty of other ways to score on special teams and defense as well. And they take care of the Illini and Still have a shot at winning the West Division title. Welcome in, everybody. Fasteners, etc. Postgame show is coming up. Our rapid reaction, though, right now is brought to you by Cozad Asset Management for over 45 years, striving to serve financial needs and build lasting relationships with clients. I'm Scott Beatty, along with Evan Kahn here on News Talk 1400, 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. You want my rapid reaction. How does a game with barely over 500 yards of offense take nearly four hours? All right, don't tell me about pace of play issues in Major League Baseball. College football <laughs> has a big problem on their hands as far as that goes. But no, and it 56 was, points combined. Yeah, you know, it's just it, football games should not take this long. But great first drive on offense for the Illini, but that's about it as far as the good on offense. And the defense did look pretty good, but at the end of the day, they were the second best defense on the field today, and the Illini come away with a loss. No guarantee of a, a bowl game now. It was definitely a, a game that was there for the taking, but Illini just not enough on, on either side of the ball. Yeah, I guess in a, in a technical sense, maybe a bowl game could still happen if they get a win next week and there's enough bulls that need a five-win team, but you're right. Uh, the you know in the in the macro sense of it, Illinois is out of bowl contention, but still a chance to go five and seven, which I think also in the big picture would be uh, seen as progress. However, so many games this year were were there for the taking, and even this one felt at times like Illinois had its opportunities, uh, but uh, they got punched in the mouth pretty quick early in the first quarter and. Iowa was playing with the lead for most of it. So uh, decent showing by defense. Again, not enough from the offense despite some effective passing at times. We'll talk about it with you on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. That's coming up next. We welcome your calls on the First State Bank fan line, 217-356-9397. Castle Heating and Cooling text line is 217-351-5357. It's our rapid reaction from Cozette Asset Management. Trent Meacham from Cozette Asset Management and Jay Downey from the Downey Group. Championship teams are strategic on offense and strong on defense. This is our game plan for your financial future. Grow your wealth using personalized investment strategies with Cozet Asset Management. Protect your wealth through industry-leading life, disability, and long-term care insurance services with the Downey Group. The Cozad Downey Alliance creates a team you can trust with your financial future. We've partnered together to serve individuals, multi-generational families, and businesses in this community for all of their financial planning needs. Are you positioned to experience financial growth? Are the futures of your family and business secure with proper insurance protection? Grow with Cozad, protect with Downey. It's time to plan your winning game. Call me today at 356-8363 to get started. Securities offered through M Holding Securities, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA and SIPC. Cozad Investment Advisory Services offered through Cozad Asset Management, Inc. Cozad Asset Management and the Downey Group, Inc. are independently owned and operated. Oh, we're not going to have to do this again, are we?
Fighting Illini game day coverage continues on your flagship home for Fighting Illini Athletics, News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Fasteners Etc., your partner in inventory management. Call us with your thoughts on the First State Bank Illini fan line, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Now, the Fasteners Etc. post-game show with your hosts, Scott Beatty and Evan Kahn. Three receivers right, two to the left. From the Hawkeye 13, second and seven. Quick drop through to the right, man wide open. Caught in the end zone. Touchdown, touchdown Illinois. Luke Ford scores his second touchdown of the year. Man, was he wide open in the middle of the field. They spread the field, leaked out the tight end, and number 82 right there with a catch at about the seven and rambles his big body into the end zone. Touchdown Illinois. A bright start for the Illini, but it ends up uh, being a downer of a game for Illini Nation. 33-23 Iowa wins, and they continue their domination in the last month of the regular season. That's been part of uh, what made them so good over the last several years and part of why Brett Bielma has stressed winning ball games in November Brandon Peters, though, had a very effective opening drive and finished it with that touchdown pass there to Luke Ford. He had two touchdown passes on the day, had an interception for the first time in a long time in the season. He's only had two interceptions thrown all year long. Welcome in, Fasteners, etc. post-game show. Scott Beatty and Evan Kahn with you, and you heard the numbers from Gene. 217-356-9397 is the first State Bank fan line. 217-351-5357. The Castle Heating and Cooling text line. Uh, Texter says, I really wanted the Illini to beat Iowa today. And then all caps, I'm tired of losing to Iowa. <laughs> Applaud the Illini for their hard play and their effort beat Northwestern. Only three weeks away from beating Iowa in basketball. So give it some time. <laughs> um, uh, Brian in Idaho texts us and says, defense did enough. Need to upgrade the QB position this offseason. Peters holds the ball way too long and isn't accurate. Um, also pretty sure number 13 on Iowa is still holding someone on a kickoff return somewhere. Missing that call was egregious. Didn't see that. So, um Interesting. It's, it's such a, a fine line, and, and they showed. I mean, he, he was right there in front of the returner. I have a feeling they would have thrown a flag if it was so egregious. Uh, the the definition on that, and, and they even asked Bielma about it uh, sometime in the season, but I think the guy had just enough of the right angle that it wasn't considered a hold. And uh, let's see. Um, a 608 texter says Tony Peterson needs to call plays like they're down 17 all the time. Great drive at the end. Uh, that was I'll, a lot of the defense. Yeah. Iowa doesn't have to play, yeah. you know, clamp down defense no. when they're up 17 with less than five to go. Several texts to sort of aggregate them and sum them up, um, wanting better, different or better play calling from uh, the offensive coordinator, Tony Peterson. That's what uh, some of the thoughts are on this one. As Illinois um, would have had a chance to stay in bowl contention, uh, but they dropped this one by 10 points. The final It had gotten a little bit lopsided, but Illinois was uh, within four points in the third quarter. You can join in as well. Let's do our MX Electrifying Player of the Game. MX Electric wants to be your electrician when you're in need of electrical service for both residential and commercial projects. Call 217-359-7293 to schedule your project. And remember, relax, call Max. Here's a guy that had himself a ball game and earns us earns an award here on our show. Third and 10, I with their own 37 early in the fourth. Pressure coming on Padilla. He is down at the 35-yard line. Isaiah Gay has been a one-man wrecking crew today for the Illini. He finishes with five and a half tackles for loss. That is a half tackle shy of the Illini record. Tying the Illini record? Uh, of, uh, yeah, There's, of tying it, yeah. Yeah, there are a couple guys with Jake that. Jake Hansen. 
And a guy named Jack Weiss, I believe, who back in 1998. Jake Hansen, though, did it against Kent State, and the other fellow I mentioned did it against Middle Tennessee State. So nobody's had that many TFLs against a Big Ten team ever, including guy like guys like Simeon Rice. Yeah, Gay looked really good. He's looked quite well the the last two or three weeks. You know, going back to as they pointed out on the broadcast, Seth Coleman. Uh, took his place at one point in the season, and I think he's really benefited from standing up here in this 3-4 defense. And, and yeah, he had himself uh, quite a ball game. So he earns our MX Electrifying Player of the Game. All right, phone banks starting to uh, be very active here. We'll get to those and more texts when we come back. Off and running on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. When there's work to do, ground to break, earth to move, and a reputation to uphold, you need the durable Kubota RTVX. Built with half-ton capabilities, industry-leading heavy-duty features, and a cargo bed that easily transitions into a second row of seating, the RTVX is North America's number one selling diesel utility vehicle. Visit your local Kubota dealer and test drive one today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Berkey's at 2202 South High Cross Road in Urbana. This is Brian Barnhart. I'm proud that our Champaign Public Library is one of the best in the nation. To keep it going strong, make a gift to the Champaign Public Library Foundation today. With the longest drive-up hours in the area, it is Simply Better Banking at employee-owned First State Bank. Stop by today to meet the team at one of our local bank locations. First State Bank proudly supports the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Thank you, Champaign County, for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World your number one choice for appliances. We're so grateful we have remodeled our store on North Neal. Stop by and check it out. Wow! The conversation about today's game continues on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Join in by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line, 217-356-9397, or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. 53-yard attempt, which would match his season long to get Illinois within four. Snap back, kick in the air. It is up, and it is good again for James McCourt. Not guy, not bad for a guy with an injured leg <laughs> from earlier in the game. It's a bomb. Wow. His eighth career field goal of 50 yards or more, and there were a lot of field goals kicked in this game. Iowa had four, and McCourt connected for three. Yep, so uh, seven field goals combined. It is called football. There you go. There's not enough feet in football. That's right. It's not called soccer. It's called football. you got to use your foot in this one. Yeah. You heard the the phone number. The First State Bank fan line is 217-356-9397. Join in. Let's go there to the phones. First up, it is Peter. There we go. Sorry about that. All right. Here we go with Peter in Urbana. Hey, Peter. Hey, how you guys doing? Um First of all, Formal is probably the worst football broadcast I've seen in a long time where you have a commercial break and you come back and you have Illinois like 25 yards less position after a punt uh, uh, that they uh, that they received and no explanation as to what happened. And then and then another commercial break and uh, Iowa is 30 yards ahead of where they were at the end of a play. Just had no explanation as to what happened they, uh, at all with regard to what penalties were incurred by Illinois. But, but anyway, um, shout out to the radio uh, yeah, broadcast. We, we, we got you covered on all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we 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 uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, we we obviously need a better quarterback next year. If they if they go into next year with Art Sikowski as your uh, quarterback and nothing else behind that. Uh, they're going to be in the same situation they are in this year. Uh, need an upgrade. Um, and, again, harping on the offensive coordinator. I mean, just you, you can't do stuff like at the end of the first half where uh, uh, Brandon Peters throws an interception. You get the ball back on downs and uh, on a missed field goal, I'm sorry. And then you have 40 seconds left to try to move down and get a field goal. You're, you're four and six. You have nothing to lose. And you run the ball two times. And uh, basically, uh, put yourself in a position where you're not going to get a field goal at the end of the first half. And then after the Kirby Joseph interception, uh, the same thing. I mean, uh, 
where is the effort to try to get the ball down the field and in the end zone on third down where you throw a sweep play and the only the only reason uh, the pitch play the only reason you throw that pitch play on third down is that you know you're going to go for it on fourth down and obviously that wasn't the case because Illinois had to burn a timeout change their mind about punting and then go for it I mean you, you a, a, a really good college football team can't have a coordinator that, that in those key situations, you know, doesn't know what he's doing. And that's, that's just apparent. Thanks for the call, Peter. Appreciate it. Next up, Bill is in Rantoul. Hey, Bill. How you doing, guys? I thought the guys played hard and uh, gave great effort. Um, I always thought that the major league rule of giving home field advantage to the all-star game winner was the dumbest rule in, in sports. I was wrong. Um, why would you put a coach under house arrest? I mean, did they put an ankle bracelet on him <laughs> for catching a virus? Now, if he'd have lied and said, I got a flu, I got a cold, he could have communicated with the team. What is the, pur- can you anybody explain to me what the purpose of that rule is? It seems like I, incredibly stupid. I don't think it had anything to do with the fact that he. I mean, the reason he wasn't with the team is because he had COVID. But the fact, sure. But the rule I think applies to a head coach that is not with the team. So I don't think it was because that he had COVID that he couldn't talk to them. It was because he wasn't with the team. And I don't know the specifics, but I'm guessing it has to do with any um, attempts or possibilities of pulling shenanigans by having you know, whatever kinds of viewpoints that uh, normal coaches wouldn't mm-hmm. on the side. So uh, I, I that's my best guess beyond that. But, yeah, the reason he's in isolation is because of the virus. The reason he could not communicate with the football team is because he wasn't with the football team. So that was that rule. Good clarification. So, so they were afraid he would be listening to the radio and getting the pundits expert advice and, there you go. I mean, if you just out there, and that's I mean, the thing, if silly. you just listen to Brian and Martin, you instantly have you the have expertise so you need to insight, win. So, yeah. all right, <laughs> we're gonna keep rolling. Hey, thanks for calling, Bill. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right, up in Rockford, it's Jim. Hey, Jim, we got you, Jim. I don't hear you, Jim. Uh, give us. I'm put you back on hold. Try us again. If it's not working, to Champagne and Tony. Hey, Tony. Hey, gentlemen. Good evening. Hello. You know, I'm. Are you there? Yeah, we're here. Here. Go ahead. You there? Can you hear me now? (laughs) I'm encouraged. I mean, I I think that, um, in spite of the fact that Illinois lost today, I think that they they have shown the competitiveness that we've been looking for for several years. Maybe can I say for several years? I also um, would like to challenge Peter from Urbana to call when they win <laughs> instead of calling. I, I want to see a team, a basketball team or a football team coach with the head coach of Peter from Urbana or the offensive coordinator or one of those coaches by Peter from Urbana because he seems to have this expertise about coaching. And I don't, I, I'm trying to figure out if he's an Illinois fan or not because he doesn't. He only calls when Illinois loses. It's in basketball and football, and it's rare, if ever. I think the last time he gave kudos to a team was a Bruce Weber team, and it was after I called him out years ago on the fact that he called in and complained about Trent Meacham not being a Big Ten ball player and blah blah blah. I mean, it's it's to me, if you're an Illinois fan, it's okay. I mean, I'm okay with being critical, but is there anything positive about the team? That's what I want to know. And I think there was some positives today. There were plenty of positives, but I, you know, they have a chance to be in the game. You throw an interception. Oh, let me hear Peter say about, well, you know, Peters is just not the quarterback for Illinois. Well, whoever comes in next, he's already finding a quarterback for Illinois. But the reality of it is they've been competitive in too many games. If I, I think if, um, I just, I just think Belima's on the right track, and I, I think that, you know, the previous caller was right. They worked hard out there. You don't have all the players. Belima's building the team. Bielma, sorry, and uh, we'll see what happens in the future. And also, kudos to Mike Martin for staying on the sideline again. That's <laughs> awesome. I love having Mike involved in the game. A former Illini, 
that actually experienced it, knowing what happened. And I'd be curious to hear what he says when he comes on the show. Yep. He's, uh, if he's there. Is he there now? Uh, no, he's not because he was with he's on he's, the bus. <laughs> in Iowa City. But on home games, he'll be with us next yeah, Saturday. Yeah, we'll talk to him uh, probably Thursday on Sports Talk. Well, well and if Illinois, if Illinois oh, happens yeah. to, for, for some reason, if Illinois basketball happens to lose, Peter will be the first caller. Peter from Urbana will be the first caller calling for Brad Underwood's head. Well, I, I already I already that. scheduled I'm Tuesday's. That. I scheduled Tuesday's game for an eight thirty tip, so I already got the Illini winning on Monday. So I don't know if you're going to get your wish. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. It. Hey guys, have a great Saturday. I'm looking forward to next week and pound Northwestern sixty three to two, and and uh, <laughs> and intentional safety. And just looking forward to next year's football team because I think we're going to be pretty good. All right. Thanks, Tony. Appreciate it. I will say this. I, I've had the pleasure of meeting Peter in person. Uh, nice guy, great family, and and does want the Illini to win and pulls for him. But I think it is human nature for all of us to uh, tend to uh, make our voices heard more when we have criticism or complaints than when we have compliments. I'm pointing finger at myself on that one. And that's just goes beyond beyond sports. But also, we have set this up here for for people to air their grievances. So it's fine. That's the whole point of the the post game show is so that we can get the the wide variety of you know takes and opinions on, on the game. But at the end, and this is why I never classify classify myself as a, a diehard fan for anything because I just don't die hard after a loss. You know, I, I can take it in the good, the bad, the neutral. We weigh it all out and then we we put it out here on the the fasteners etc. Post game show. There's no knock on being a diehard either. You know, we mm-hmm. we like the emotion and we like you know. People who who care about what what takes place on the field, and uh, and I'll say this, you know, uh, we don't we don't air everything because uh, some of you, a few of you, uh, sometimes kind of take it uh, make it too personal in, in in the criticisms, and that's where we don't want to go. This is a game, this is sports, and uh, and we keep we keep the line there. Uh, but we're we're welcome to to hear your thoughts on this one. How about our Pekin Insurance? defining moment of the game and it 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 was not the point where Iowa took the lead but it took the uh, wind out of the sails Mm -hmm. pretty quickly here for Illinois back in the first quarter Illinois was up 10-7 after a field goal and then this here comes the kickoff left to right and let's see if uh, they'll come out of there with it this time they will 5-10 Running left, 15, he's a good returner, 20, 25, 30, up the left sideline, 40, 50, he might score, going all the way, touchdown, Charlie Jones. And the court's hurt. Wow. Yeah, came out of there with it, what a big momentum swing that is. Hardly see kickoff returns anymore returned for touchdowns, you hardly see kickoff returns anymore, period. Two today. What happened in the Michigan game? One in our game? Mm-hmm. So uh, he was a good one. They knew it coming in, and Kirk Ferentz uh, joked earlier this week that he said, I probably could, <laughs> probably could. Uh, I'm sorry, I just caught this text. Um, this is snarky. Uh, Peters completed more passes than Curbelo did on Monday night. Oh, that's harsh. That's harsh. But I was kind of surprised, and maybe there was something going on with McCourt before for the game or maybe it was part of the strategy but he's been booting 90 yard kickoffs yeah. all year and they were kind of placing them around the goal line I like to think that was maybe a strategy clearly maybe not the best strategy mm. yeah but it, yeah Kirk Ferentz had joked that maybe the kick return team could take a break because of all the touchbacks that McCourt had kicked I don't know anyway that's our defining moment of the game don't fall behind early build a solid lead against the unexpected with peak insurance visit peak or contact a peak insurance agent to start defending your assets car payments mortgages college tuition you have enough to worry about so let peak insurance relieve some of the stress with auto home business and life insurance at affordable rates they also offer rv and motorcycle coverage high-risk auto policies, identity theft services, and more. Request a free quote at PeakinInsurance.com or contact your local Pekin Insurance agent today.
Thank you, Champaign County, for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World your number one choice for appliances. We're so grateful we have remodeled our store on North Neal. Stop by and check it out. Wow! This is Angela Carr with Prospect Bank. It's time for you to get your game face on. Enjoy the game. Go Illini! Spirion Staffing is excited and honored to support the Fighting Illini football team. We can't wait to see our hometown team in action, wishing them a safe and successful season. Yeah, we challenged our guys to make it a four-quarter game, and they definitely did that. There's a couple plays that went, you know, the other direction that could have changed the game, but I'm pr really proud of the way the guys battled, and, you know, it's a testament to the staff that Coach B put together. You know, we came together, we, we put together a really good game plan, and, and we fought for four quarters. We just got to get some things cleaned up. Along with Evan Kahn, I'm Scott Beatty, Fasteners, etc. post-game show. Dave Leak, work at the phones for us. Appreciate it. And the First State Bank fan line is 217-356-9397. Castle Heating and Cooling text line is 217-351-5357. Texter, this is John from Western Springs. Says if you want to look for a bright spot, Coach Bielma is set to have the best coaching record in his first year as a coach. Since 1990, check that 1988, when John Makovic went 6-5-1, a team he mostly inherited from Mike White. Thanks for your coverage of the Illini, especially this post-game show. John in Western Springs. That's true. He could go 5-7, and seven, but um, Bill Cubitt went 5-7 and seven in his lone year. I know some people kind of say, well, that was an interim situation. doesn't really count, but take it for whatever it is. Glad you're with us. I'll give it a try again here on the phone line. Don't know what happened last time, Jim. Do we have you this time? Can you hear me, guys? Yeah, we got nope. you. Go ahead. All right. So, I, actually, this worked out great because I'm I'm really happy to go behind the guy that spoke maybe three minutes ago who was railing on Peter. I, I just find that hysterical. We're, you know, with a couple of uh, exception years, for the last 30 years, we've been a garbage program, but we're supposed to be excited about a great effort. Sorry, but college football is about winning and losing, and I will praise the defense. I am still very delighted that Bielema is the head coach of this football team, and I am expecting great things down the road. But call it what it is. This was another underwhelming performance by an offense. And it, it, maybe with the, the timing of this, having to play this game, kind of shows what it's all about. We've got a team against Iowa who consistently re recruits two- and three-star guys. And I want you to name for me, maybe in the last 30 years, the last Brandon Peters-level quarterback that Iowa had. Now, none of their guys ever really had these tremendous NFL careers, but all very serviceable and helped their team win. And I know I told you guys this a few weeks ago, in the last 30 years, we've had three quarterbacks during that time that you can really be proud about. And once again, now we've got a guy who just can't put it together for four quarters. So when we're talking about next year and what this guy said before me, how he's excited for next year, I'm not necessarily excited for next year because we lose a lot of these super seniors in the depth. We do lose a guy like Brandon Peters. If Art Sikowski is the quarterback next year, we're in a lot of trouble. I only hope that Bielema and the staff can really hit the transfer portal and somehow, some way, convince a quarterback that's serviceable to come to this school. Well, first of all, you're right. I mean, it all hangs largely on a quarterback um, and – I, I just wonder how many quarterbacks are out there that uh, meet the criteria. You know, I mean, there's just, I mean, even when you get to the NFL, there's, um, I got to, there's a lot of noise there, so I got to pot you down, but thanks for calling in, Jim. Uh, even at the NFL level, there's, there's a reason that certain guys just keep playing and playing because they're just that good. And you, you don't have, even across the NFL, I don't know how, you just don't have, the best quarterbacks all across. It's such a hard position. It's such a hard position to play. And I, 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 I agree. Illinois has to get another quarterback. And as for, are you excited for next year or not? We, we don't know what the roster no. will look like. It's not like years before where you go, well, we know who's leaving and we know who's been, back, who's signing. Yeah. We don't, we don't know who's coming in the portal and coaches can't sit there and say, well, we're going to go to the portal and find a quarterback because, don't know if they've done that, and they can't talk about it because it's just like recruiting. So it is a big question mark. I suspect they know where Brandon Peters is effective and where he isn't. I don't think uh, they're in the dark about that. 
Yeah, and and to his point, I mean, if you just look across all fourteen teams in the Big Ten over the last thirty years, I mean, they're just there's just not a whole lot of high quality quarterback play being done here in the Midwest. There, the wide receiver position, the running back position. There's a reason why the Big Ten is constantly put behind the ACC and the SEC when it comes to athletes and how they're considered and ranked. It, it's just not really here, and I don't know if that's on the development. If you're not that's talking just, teams, you're talking quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, just just quarterbacks. I mean, and and at the end of it, when Iowa was at their best, right when they were undefeated, whatever that was, fourteen or fifteen, I can't think of their quarterback because they are a, a dime a dozen or whatever. But at at the end of the day, most Big Ten teams just need a, a game manager, somebody who's going to take care of the ball, complete more than fifty percent of their passes. You know, make good decisions, things of that nature. I, I don't think it's that far away, but it's also, you know, it's not like they're just out there for, for the taking. You know, and a, a 217 texture says execution, not play calling, was the issue. Part and of it. It was part of it. Um, I mean, Peter's... Could have been more overthrowing. Yeah, he was not very accurate. Passes. But there were some drop passes, and in all that, there was a couple of moments that just sort of swung things. Mm-hmm. If Illinois doesn't give up thirty yards on personal fouls. Dumb. T- Still held him to a field goal on that drive. Mm-hmm. If if uh, Luke Ford, I mean that was a tough catch. But I mean, if Brandon Peters is a little bit more on target to Luke Ford, and Luke Ford can hang on to a juggled ball to convert the first down on the fourth down play, maybe we're talking about a different situation here. There's just a lot of almosts, and that's been the problem with this Illinois team this mm-hmm. year. It's just been a lot of almosts. They're just not quite there. And you get tired of it. But you zoom out, there wasn't a lot of almosts in the last few years. No. A lot of blowout losses, a lot of going into the fourth quarter, like when is this going to end? Sort of things. I know Josh we, we don't like moral victories here on this post game show, throwing our festivists over here. But it's it's different. I know they're they're still not not wins. I mean, I'm I'm not very happy with today. I thought this was a, a very gettable game, mm-hmm. and the line I almost you know lost by 17 or whatever it ended up being without the garbage touchdown. But there are flashes. If you look at the trajectory of things, I agree with two things that Josh Whitman said when he made the change of firing Lovey Smith and then hiring Brett Bielma. Football program was in a better place at the end of the Lovey Smith era than it was at the beginning. And I think that is the same now, 11 games into this season. I think this football program's in a better place than it was in December of last year. And one of the things... Bielma, or excuse me, Whitman also pointed out was I didn't like. He said something effective. He didn't like the way uh, the Illini were competing mm-hmm. or not competing in football games. Right. Remember, this was a close game last year, and then Iowa ran away with it in the second half. This didn't quite feel like a runaway. So, just as a case in point, mm-hmm. and it's four losses this year that were lost on the final, where the Illinois had a chance to take the lead on their final possession. And then it comes down to the offense as it has all year. So And play calling or not, there were still a few plays that if they're just executed, you got yourself a ball game. Mm-hmm. So they're in a better place, but not the place you want to be. And I don't think anybody is saying that you want to be in that place. But you got to ask for progress first. 217-356-9397. That's the First State Bank fan line. Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. It is Simply Better Banking at First State Bank. Discover sincerely better service from a true community bank that is wholly owned by its employees. First State Bank is proud to support the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. How well do you know your insurance company? Uh, well, I know I pay each month, and I'm covered. Okay. Are you sure you have the best rates? Do you have the right coverage for your needs? Are you paying for things you don't need? Well, I haven't actually talked to my agent. I, I just assumed... Talk to a real person. Talk to someone local and see the difference. Myers Insurance Group is local and independent, and we're always here to talk. You are not a number. Your family, Myers Insurance Group. We work for you. This is Brian Barnhart. I'm proud that our Champaign Public Library is one of the best in the nation. To keep it going strong, make a gift to the Champaign Public Library Foundation today. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say let's go Illini. 
If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. Thank you, Champaign County, for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World your number one choice for appliances. We're so grateful we have remodeled our store on North Neal. Stop by and check it out. Wow! It's the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show. You can weigh in on today's game by calling the First State Bank Illini Fan Line, 217-356-9397. Or texting the Castle Heating and Cooling Text Line, 217-351-5357. Second and eight from the 20, Padilla with a pump fake, throwing deep right, and nobody there except Kirby Joseph. He's got the interception <laughs> at midfield. Boy, you could see that from all the way up here as Joseph was the only guy open. <laughs> and he caught it, Padilla threw it right to him. Fifth interception this year for Kirby Joseph. That's the most by a player in a single season for an Illini since 2007. Wow. He's That's playing with an edge. Yep, Kevin Mitchell had uh, those five back in 2007. He's now working for the DIA, so That's good things thought. ahead for Kirby Joseph. Yeah, like it. He wasn't even a starter to, to begin the year, and now he's got five picks. Seventh takeaway, seventh game with a takeaway, I should say. He's got some fumble recoveries mm-hmm. as well. 402 textured. Going to take the contrary position. Okay. Totally disagree on Lovey leaving it better than he found it. Lovey was an abject disaster. It wasn't great when he got it, but he left it far worse, which makes what Bielma doing even more impressive, actually. I disagree. I don't think... Considering the controversy that was around the program at the time and and that sort of thing and and the recruits that they were getting at that point in time, I mean, you were competing with Toledo and Central Michigan and Northern Illinois for, for guys, and then they were leaving for... You know, JUCO here in, in Wyoming. Um, yeah, one hundred percent. You know, we're seeing it right now. More wins this year with the same group than last year, but there's just there's not the negative image. And right away, the second they hired Lovey Smith, Illinois football had a more name recognition than it had had in. 20 years, right? If I wasn't from Illinois, I wouldn't have a stinking clue who the Fighting Illini football team was. The problem with Lovey Smith at the end of the day was didn't win enough and wasn't recruiting well enough. There were more problems than that. Yeah, exactly. At the end of the Tim yeah. Beckman era, period. But I appreciate you offering your opinion. 217-356-9397 on the First State Bank fan line. And the Castle Heating and Cooling text line is 217 351 Five seven. Our keys to the game are brought to you by Hickory River Smokehouse for real Texas barbecue. It's Hickory River Smokehouse. Dine in, drive through, and pick up. Order online at hickoryriver.com. Also brought to you by Hickory Point Bank with roots right here in Champaign-Urbana. Hickory Point Bank invested. A lot of directions to go on this one. Yeah, I, I think Mike, he probably would be uh, Iowa's ability to find the run game and Illinois' inability to get the run game going. I, I think that's really what sustained drives for Iowa, and it, it gave them, you know, a, a different look. It, they didn't even need to pass the ball, really. They just, you know, mixed in the pass when they needed to, and, and they were able to get that done. The Illini all day long, just never able to get any sort of chunk yardage on the ground. It was just, let's run it because we've got to run it here, and they just could not get anything going. I agree. Um, key penalties, 10 penalties. Ugh. In fact, that's too many to begin with, and they just really burned the Illini at times. 96 yards, that's a whole, almost a whole football a field from from penalties. And then the offense, inability to score uh, touchdowns after that game-opening drive, uh, other than the one that was when the game was out of reach at, at the end, really burned them. Let's not let's not be uh, let's not forget that Iowa has a really good defense. And this I, I is thought, part of what they do. I thought the offensive line actually did a, a pretty good job. They gave Peters some clean pockets. Once again, he just wasn't able to complete the passes. I thought they did well there, and, and it just didn't show up on the run game side either. Yeah, I mean, and Iowa is not doesn't hang their hat as much on pressure as they do on you know keeping a shell around it, keeping yep. everything in front. Ben, don't break. And and being ball hawks, and there just was some there were some plays that were out there that you know were 
throws or bad routes or whatever um, or drops, and, and things just not go well for, for Illinois. They had too many three-play drives, way too many three-play drives. They had three drives of more than 10 yards. Uh, one, two, three. I'm sorry, four because of the uh, touchdown drive there at the end. But when it the game was still in the balance, they had f- 14 drives except for the last one. And on most of those, they didn't even get 10 yards net, 10 yards net. Not going to get it done. So it really, this was this was a ball game that was won by the Iowa defense or lost by the Illinois offense. And it's really a combination of both. Yep. So, those are my keys. Brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Hickory River Smokehouse. Hi, I'm Dan Marker with Hickory Point Bank. Running a local business is tough. We get it because Hickory Point Bank is a local business too. As one of Central Illinois' leading locally owned banks, we have been serving Champaign-Urbana businesses and families for years. Most importantly, we know and understand the issues you face every day because we face them too. Join us. See the local difference. Hickory Point Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. There's nothing better than real Texas barbecue, and no better place to get it than Hickory River Smokehouse. Every cut of beef, brisket, turkey breast, pork shoulder, and on-the-bone chicken are rubbed with a signature spice blend and infused with real hickory smoke for that juicy, award-winning flavor. Open for drive through takeout, dine-in, catering for tailgates, and inside the stadium on game days. Look for your favorite barbecue on the east side of Memorial Stadium. Plus, don't forget you can skip the drive through line and order online. It's hickoryriver.com. Can't wait to see you. The Magic Returns with Champaign-Urbana Ballet's family favorite, The Nutcracker, December 3rd through the 5th. Partnering with Cranert Center for the Performing Arts, CU Ballet returns to the stage with spectacular artistry, athleticism, magical sets, and beautiful costumes. Also brought to you by Area-Wide Technologies, Bill Bass Foundation, Champaign Ballet Academy, Stone Ridge Dairy, and Two Men in a Truck. Tickets at Cranert Center box office or visit cuballet.com. Join us for the unforgettable magic of The Nutcracker. Thank you, Champaign County, for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World your number one choice for appliances. We're so grateful we have remodeled our store on North Neal. Stop by and check it out. Wow! Sullivan Park Hill. Buy with confidence. Buy with precision pricing. Sullivan Park Hill. Let's try! It just seems like everywhere I go, somebody's yelling in my ear. Well, we wanted to do two things. We set a goal um, that we wanted to keep them under under five threes. Uh, We did that. Uh, we wanted to eliminate their transition, make them face us in the half court. Uh, they had a little stretch there in the in the uh, yeah. in the first half. We don't want to relive that game. I'm not even sure that's from the Marquette game. <laughs> it might be even longer. Sorry about that. Uh, with apologies to George McDonald. Meant to bring you a quote there from George McDonald, but uh, Illinois loses. 33-23 to the Iowa Hawkeyes. The Hawkeyes now improve to, uh, where did it go? They Nine and two. Nine and two. They're six and two in the Big Ten. So are the Wisconsin Badgers, who win today over Nebraska by a touchdown. By a touchdown. 35-28. Something about Nebraska on the road this year. They play everybody tough. Nebraska scored seven points in each quarter. <laughs> Not enough. So, Iowa with a better overall record, but they're both with the same record, and Wisconsin owns the tiebreaker at 6-2 in the Big Ten West. If Wisconsin wins next week against Minnesota, they're Big Ten West champs. If they lose and Iowa wins against Nebraska on Black Friday, Iowa will be your Big Ten West representative in the Big Ten championship game. Oh, kind of a, a moot point, I would think, after... Ohio State's slaughter of Michigan State today. Um, not sure if anybody in the West really gives the Buckeyes much of a, a competition, but winning the West is still, you know, something that that they can hang their hat on. And uh, considering, you know, it, it, Wisconsin lost to some good teams early in the year, but people were down on them, and now they're all the way back to almost being West champs. So Ohio State is uh, headed to the Big Ten championship uh, they are eight and oh michigan six and one but ohio state clinched it today by beating the spartans wait, wait or where's penn state in this no am i, what well, am I, I i'm wondering if michigan beats ohio state next week does michigan get the nod 
Well, then Michigan would be seven and one, and Ohio, Ohio State, State would be, be seven and one, right? Why is this not right? Because it says here Ohio State's now eight and zero, oh, and Michigan is six and one. Shouldn't be Michigan be seven and one? Yeah, I don't think they've added today's win. Yeah, that's weird. You're right. I was just like, this is on the so Ohio State still they, yeah. they control okay, they control their now. destiny. Yeah, win in the end, win in yep. end. That's what that's that's where it's at. Yeah, Michigan. Pounds Maryland fifty nine to eighteen. They scored twenty eight points. Yeah, they made twenty eight points in the, in the third quarter. Uh, this is the time of year going back to that win streak for Iowa in in November. Mm-hmm. This is the time of year where you it's the proving ground. Yeah, especially for you know the yeah yeah the teams that know how to win and they're going to compete for for four quarters and, and get it done no matter what it takes uh, and and that's what Ferris has built up there. That's what they they do up in Wisconsin as well in Ohio State and, and a number of those places. And we've heard it all week from from a number of coaches. You know, just November it's uh it's winning time and uh, the t- the teams that are are at the top usually rise at this time. Come back with our final thoughts. Last call for you on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. First State Bank fan line is 217-356-9397. Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. When there's work to do, ground to break, earth to move, and a reputation to uphold, you need the durable Kubota RTVX. Built with half-ton capabilities, industry-leading heavy-duty features, and a cargo bed that easily transitions into a second row of seating, the RTVX is North America's number one selling diesel utility vehicle. Visit your local Kubota dealer and test drive one today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Berkey's at 2202 South High Cross Road in Urbana. This is Brian Barnhart. I'm proud that our Champaign Public Library is one of the best in the nation. To keep it going strong, make a gift to the Champaign Public Library Foundation today. Car payments, mortgages, college tuition. You have enough to worry about, so let Pekin Insurance relieve some of the stress with auto, home, business, and life insurance at affordable rates. They also offer RV and motorcycle coverage, high-risk auto policies, identity theft services, and more. Request a free quote at PeakinInsurance.com or contact your local Pekin Insurance agent today. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit MXElectric.net. Endless opportunities are waiting on you. Open a new account or loan application online at BankProspect.com. Prospect Bank, the Opportunity Bank. Member FDIC. Thank you, Champaign County, for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World your number one choice for appliances. We're so grateful we have remodeled our store on North Neal. Stop by and check it out. Wow! I mean, Brandon's, you know, the last couple games he's been playing at a high level, in my opinion, and leading the team. And, you know, I think he's 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 enjoying it, and you know I love Brandon. I love being around him. I know Tony feels the same way, and, and our team feels the same way. So, just unfortunate that we couldn't come out with the victory today. But we're gonna we're gonna get everything together. We're gonna head back home and get ready for that that trophy game. That'd be the land of Lincoln game with the uh, stove pipe hat up for grabs. Very cool. That's uh, gone to the team up north for too long for. Illini fans. Mm-hmm. Scott and Evan with you. Thanks for Dave Leak's work behind the scenes. News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM, WDWS, Champaign, and Light Rock 97.5, WHMS, Champaign, Urbana. Some uh, last texts that are coming in. Uh, let's see. Isaiah Gay had a great game. That's a 217 texter. <laughs> um. 312 Texture says it's the Festivus Etc. postgame show where Illini Nation comes together to air our grievances. Serenity now, guys. Serenity now. Um, and uh, <laughs> another 217 says, is it true Peter from Urbana and Jim from Rockford were college roommates and co-presidents of the Campus Optimist Club? <laughs> I think that was defunct by the time I got to school. 
Taylor from Champaign says, Now that Festivus has arrived with the airing of grievances, we look for the Illini feats of strength to be on display next week versus Northwestern, hoping for a Festivus miracle win. <laughs> Festivus doesn't come till December 23rd, but why not uh, cash it in early? <laughs> All right. I don't know what to think about Northwestern next week. They're not very good, and it has not seemed to matter. No, never does. And for whatever reason, you know, they might deny it. I, I still think Northwestern considers it its Super Bowl to just beat Illinois and consider the, themselves supreme. And I think it'll, it'll show a lot uh, about the progress that the Illinois program has made if they can, you know, come out senior day for a whole bunch of super seniors back at, you know, Memorial Stadium where the, the last time they played Northwestern there, it was just a... a very uh, emotional, depressing kind of day with the weather going on and and, and everything. It, it just wasn't great. So I, I think uh, the Illini do a little, little soul-searching this week, come together on a game plan for Northwestern, and hopefully pull off that, that fifth win. And some fans might not like it, but I, I think it'd be cool to just be in that conversation to maybe sneak in on a, a five-win bowl game. It'd be something, that's, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, okay, that's going to do it for us here on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. By the way, congratulations to the Unity Rockets. They're on to the state championship yeah. game. They beat Mount Carmel today. So that's Scott Hamilton. Maybe he'll finally get one, and we need for that group of kids as well. We will have uh, plenty more for you tomorrow. There's Illinois Volleyball, Illinois Women's Basketball on Monday on News Talk 1493.9 FM, the Monday Morning Quarterbacks with Brian and Lauren, and then Monday afternoon, early evening, Illinois Basketball against Cincinnati. I heard Kofi Coburn's going to play. <laughs> that might be uh, an interesting thing to take in as well. For Evan Kahn and Dave Leak, I'm Scott Beatty, our Chief Engineer Ed Bond, our General Manager is Grant Thompson. This is News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Have a great rest of your evening, everybody. The preceding program was an exclusive presentation of News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 FM WHMS Champaign-Urbana, Champaign Multimedia Group Stations. Get off the field, please. From the News Gazette Newsroom, I'm Jim Rosso. Some of the stories we're working on for Sunday. Urbana school children who need a helping hand lost a powerhouse last week with the death of Janice Mitchell. Her compassion was immeasurable, her husband tells our Mary Shank for a life-remembered story on the founder of the Urbana Neighborhood Connections Center. It's Champagne's turn to study the possibility of introducing automated license plate readers to a community seeking answers to combat a wave of violence. We'll explain the process and its chances of coming to fruition. Finally, we'll tell a Jesse 